Obama aides defend banks pay to Biden's son. Just so when people, just because you're jealous because Hunter got all that money because he was so smart and he got to work with the oligarch and Ukraine and the... As McCarthy was saying yesterday, this stuff goes way back. The Biden crime family has been in operation since the mid-1970s. Joseph Robinette Biden has always been a criminal and a crook. And he is always, always falling on the immoral and unethical side of the law. Don't ever forget that Biden was forced to drop out of his 1988 bid for the peasantry for the Democrat Party nomination uh, because he was accused of plagiarizing a speech given by Irish politician Neil Kinnock. Which he did. Which he did. And so in shame and disgrace, or all the shame and disgrace a Biden can muster, Biden resigned. He, he dropped out of the race. Of course, he said, oh, me and Corn Pop made that story up. Ah, yeah, Kinnock made us said it. But I'll tell you what, buddy. Don't over forget as well. When people say that, oh, he's always been such a nice guy. No, he never was. He never was. Don't ever forget that it was Joseph Robinette Biden as the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee that allowed Anita Hill's testimony to get into the public record. No one needed to hear about pubic hairs on Coke cans. No one needed to hear about Long Dong Silver. But they did... Because Biden, as criminal, as corrupt as he was, gave in to the demands of Senator Howard Metzenbaum and Paul Simon of Me and my advisors are concerned about Justice Thomas. There's a, look, before David Brock lost his mind, he wrote a book called The Real Anita Hill. He's been denouncing it ever since. Says he made the whole thing up. Lies. 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 Hundreds of footnotes in that book. You can still go and check the footnotes out using Nexus Lexus, for example. Uh, but don't ever forget, it was Biden who approved Anita Hill testifying to try and kill the nomination of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas in 1991. During the years that Senator Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. was helping the credit card industry win passage of a law making it harder for consumers to file for bankruptcy protection. His son had a consulting agreement that lasted five years with one of the largest companies pushing for the changes, aged to Senator Barack Hussein Obama's presidential campaign acknowledged Sunday. Biden's son, Hunter, received consulting fees from the, the, from the MBNA Corporation from 2001 to 2005. Do you see how the way back King Dude steel trap memory works? I even said, I want to say 2001 and to, to 2005 or so, but I couldn't remember the exact dates. Well, I actually did. Note also that I had the bank correct, so no pettifoggers in their local 476 union had their day made or their year, or their life made. <laughs> I got him. I corrected the TKD. Not today, bub. The bank was MBNA. Hunter was working for MBNA for five years, and Ann Coulter did write that column. I can't find it, but she did write that column asking the question, what did they hire him to do as an attorney? Age to Obama. 
who chose Biden and his Veep running mate on Saturday, would not say how much the younger Mr. Biden, who works both as a lawyer and lobbyist in Morador on the Potomac River, had received, though a company official had once described him as having a $100,000 a year retainer. How much was that again? $100,000 retainer. But Obama ain't said he had never lobbied for MBNA and that there was nothing improper about the payments. Campaign officials acknowledged that the connection between the Bidens and MBNA, an enormous financial services company that is then that was then based in Biden's home state of Delaware, was one of the most sensitive issues they examined while vetting the senator for a spot on the ticket, but they went ahead and did it anyway. In late 1996, a company hired uh, the younger of Mr. Biden's two sons, Robert Hunter Biden, known as Hunter, who had just graduated from Yale Law School. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> the company promoted, uh, promoted Biden to senior vice president by early 1998. Look, Hunter Biden is not a smart guy. Uh, look, I'm not telling you anything you guys don't already know. So why is it the MBNA is going like, yeah, let's make him vice president? Two years out of law school. Well, because the big guy can pull the strings and the Senate finance committees and the other committees that are supposed to regulate MBNA. This is how the game is played. So when people say that this corruption is just, this is just a one-off and it's not even that bad, they didn't really do that much bad stuff in Ukraine. Hunter was an expert in oil and gas. No, he isn't. You just heard he's an attorney that graduated from Yale. A dubious distinction if there ever was one. This goes back then to 1996. And as I said, the Biden crime family has used their influence and the big guy's seat in the United States Senate then as vice president, now as regime leader, to its big crime family corrupt business since the mid-1970s, since Biden was there. In late 1996, the company hired uh, the younger Mr. Biden's two sons. Biden worked with, uh, uh, and after the younger uh, Mr. Biden worked at the Commerce Department on electronic commerce issues from 1998 to 2001, MBNA hired him back on a monthly consulting contract to advise it on such issues. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder why they did that. Consumer advocates say that Senator Biden was one of the first Democrat leaders to support the bankruptcy bill, and he voted for it four times in 98, 2000, 2001, and again in March 2005. Now, what did the bankruptcy protection law bill do? It made it more difficult for middle class people who had been railroaded by credit card companies. See, here's the grift. They con you into, no, no, interest free for three months. You know, they, they, they encourage all these people to get these credit cards. They send them out. They go, oh, we checked your credit. You're good to go. And then you start racking up thousands of dollars of credit card debt, and all of a sudden the rate goes from 0.0%, or the rate goes uh, from... Zero point... Then it goes to 28% or whatever. You try to claim bankruptcy, you used to be able to just go ch complete and total bankruptcy. Full disclosure, I did it in 2003. 
Not anymore. Not after after the Democrats in cahoots with the banks and the credit card companies changed the rules. The, the, The real sinister part about this usury scheme, and yes, it's another usury scheme. The real sinister part about this is this is not their money. They are talked about as though there's this guy called Mr. Visa, and there's this dude over here called Mr. MasterCard, and there's this dude up here called Mr. American Express, and that, you know, there are these families, you know, that were in railroading or steel or paper or whatever, and had compiled these massive mountains of cash and just decided out of the kindness of their heart that they would start these things called credit card companies and that they would be loaning their money out. But it's not their money. This is what makes this all the more tragic and all the more criminal and evil and corrupt. It's not their money. They borrow it from this thing called the, uh, the exchange window at the Federal Reserve. So they take money that's not theirs and they sell it to you in the form of go buy things and use this piece of plastic, this credit card. Don't worry, we're going to pay the bill. We'll pay Scamazon or Lowe's or Home Depot or whoever. We'll pay the. Uh, we'll take the money out of our fake fake money bank account. We'll give it to them. Another usury scheme. And then we'll start charging you for the privilege of us making the transaction with the fake money producer, the Federal Reserve, uh, we're going to charge you a 25% compounded interest fee on that. Most people, after a couple of years of paying, just go like, I can't even make the interest payments anymore. Why wasn't there a law, why wasn't the law written to protect the little guy to make it so that maybe that kind of usury was kind of illegal? They didn't make it illegal, they made it legal. They legalized it. This is theft. Now, Will this come up during, uh, if there is an impeachment proceeding against the big guy? You can hope that it will. I would imagine that some Sharpies on that committee would bring it up and would ask the question about this. Of course, no, this is all easily explainable. No, no, Hunter was at the top of his class. He was a real smart guy. That's why MBNA went after him. No, there was nothing to see here, nothing to worry. I was, you listen to me, buddy. Me and Corn Pop were never accused of any sort of untoward behavior while I was in the United States Senate and MBNA, and my son was working for MBNA. Travis Plunkett, back to the new Teenock Teetland Times story from August of 2008. Travis Plunkett, legislative director of the Consumer Federation of America, a consumer group that opposed the bill, said that Senator Biden had, quote, a veneer of bipartisanship. He provided cover to other Democrats to do what the credit card industry was urging them to do. Hunter Biden, through his assistant at his law firm, uh, Aldocker Biden and Bel Air, referred a request for comment to the Obama campaign. James Mahoney, the head of corporate communications for Bank of America, said the consulting agreement had ended by the time BOA took over MBNA in January 2006. Uh, and then there's other stuff on this. I just wanted to kind of bring clue you in that the Biden crime family, there, there's ample evidence in the historical record that the Biden crime family has been selling influence going all the way back, now you see, at least to the mid-90s now. There's another part of this, though, and I don't know if this is going to come up. 
Who did Barack Hussein Obama, who did he uh, tap as the lead big guy on the 2009 Porculus Succubus Stimulus Bill? Remember back in the Sirius XM Patriot Channel days, I would call it, uh, well, they're going to get a bailout, aren't they? The big, the, the TARP, Trouble Asset Relief Program, the TARP bill, the bailout bill. And then there was the build, uh, the first 666 demonic representation of Build Back Better. There was the American Works Project Act, I believe it was called. Uh, this was Obama's big scheme, 900 and some odd billion dollars. Just a little, just as the Scottish would say, just a wee bit, a wee bit shy of a trillion dollars, lad. Who did Obama put at the top of administrating these shovel-ready jobs? Am I the only one that remembers this? Biden. It was the American Jobs Act. The American Jobs Act. It was Biden. What would Biden do? He'd put the hard hat on. He'd fly him wherever. He'd get out there and he'd go out there with a the shovel and he'd bring all the local uh, Pauls in and what have you here. Hey, this sidewalk is going to be about here, but me and Corn Bob are going to be skating, <laughs> skateboarding down here. We're <laughs> shovel-ready jobs because this community needed this sidewalk and they needed the $75 million to build it. Even though local contractors were going like, but we got to build it for like 20. This is another part of the American Jobs Act scam. Nothing that was built by the American Jobs Act was built with local labor, unless it was a Democrat Party favored labor union. It was all built under Davis Bacon Wage Act control contractors. You know, I, I am cursed with this memory. You know how I know some of this? My brother, dude number two, is friends with, um, oh gosh, what's Tim? Tim Mc, uh, what's Tim's last name? Uh, Tim ran for, because he saw the corruption that was going on in 2006, an ex-Marine. Tim ran for and became one of the guys on Spotsylvania County Council, one of the councilmen. And uh, when the when the when the Works American Jobs Act said they were going to build, they were going to they're going to rip up and then rebuild a sidewalk in Spotsylvania County. Tim raised his hand and went, "Look, if we need a side," and it was in front of the <laughs> irony of irony because it came from Obama. Uh, if we need a new sidewalk that connects. The Confederate Memorial Cemetery to the courthouse, we'll build it ourselves. And we'll hire local guys to do it. So they denied, the, they, they wouldn't accept the money. They told Biden, they told Biden and Obama to go pound sand. Ultimately, of course, the bad guys went out and the sidewalk is built. But I can remember Tim going, they wanted to pay like eight and a half million dollars for the 300 feet of sidewalk that we had a local guy was telling us he could have done it for about 150 grand. Tax title and license. We could have had it done locally. That's if they had to excavate the whole thing and, and redo it. This is just an example of how this stuff works. This is how the sausage is made in Mordor. Now, most of you already know this. You don't know the specific examples. But understand when Obama put, and, and Maggie, you can look this up. I guarantee you can find half a dozen stories. 
Biden's brother, James Biden, Jim Biden, runs the family crime business construction company in Florida. Or he runs their series of construction companies. Gee, I wonder what they might build. Well, they build things that are built with government contracts. Well, what are, well isn't there some conflict of interest? No, because Jim Biden was never elected to any office. And, and he claims complete and total disconnection from Senator Biden, Vice President Biden, and then regime leader Biden. But there have been investigations that go on and go like, okay, well, how come if you look at the Jim, the Biden construction company projects, look at their books, how come they don't seem, how come there's money that's going on for petty cash payments and what have you here that aren't accounted for? And of course, you know what this is. Is. This is the big guy's share of the government contract that James Biden acquired from the federalities. Now, they're going to say all of this is completely on the up and up and it's legal. And I suppose since they write the laws, it probably is, it has the patina of being legal. But all this is now going to be brought up if there is an impeachment. And I think that there's going to be an impeachment. I told Mrs. O'Connell a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, we'll know if any of this is going to amount to anything. I told you on this show, I said, if Kevin McCarthy starts publicly using the I word, impeachment word, if Kevin McCarthy, if Speaker McCarthy starts publicly using the I word, then you will know that the gig might be up for the Biden crime family and the regime. Now, here's another twist to this. What if they impeach Merrick Garland at the same time? What does that do to the cases that are still pending against former President Trump? By the by, today is Tuesday. Trump told us last week he was going to be indicted by a grand jury on January 6th, alleged January 6th crimes on Thursday last it still hasn't happened. What's going on with that? So let's do some dig the digital media file. Let, let's uh, do, uh, we'll start at the top, digital media file number one. This is Speaker McCarthy talking about the impeachment of Biden. Now, again, it will begin, I, I told you, this will begin with McCarthy dropping the trial balloons. Why? Because they don't want, they don't want 1997 and Bill Clinton all over again. They don't want sham impeachment one of Trump, and they don't want sham impeachment two of, uh, of Trump. They're going to do this. They actually want to get the regime leader. So you can and you can hear McCarthy being very careful about how he phrases his words, but it sounds to me like this is actually going to occur now. Listen. That they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they were bribed, we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from Romania were provided to the Biden shell companies while he was vice president. 
when President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But Hannity, this is Speaker. rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. Deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. Remember I was telling you the other day, that the Biden regime seems to be repeating what the Nixon, what Nixon did. And Nixon didn't really do anything. <laughs> Nixon just made a couple of bad decisions about something that, uh, that was done that re he really didn't have anything to do with, which at the time was, as you know, the Watergate hearing uh, or the Watergate, the break in at the Watergate Hotel. What's going on in the Biden regime uh, in the regime house, though? I'd call it the White House, but it ain't white any longer. What's, what, what, what's going on? What's happening with this? Note that McCarthy was very detailed in laying out, okay, well, this is what we have. This is what we know thanks to the FBI whistleblower. Now, I just want to take you back here on the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel, Live Talk Radio, the way it should be. By the way, we are simulcasting this for the first time ever today. We think, <laughs> can't confirm it, but we think on the Restoring the Faith Media YouTube channels. If you're watching this on YouTube, welcome aboard. Mike Church Show is live. We're in Madisonville, Louisiana. We do this every day of the week, four hours a day. We start at 6 a.m. Here's a little preview for you. I hope you'll consider joining us. And, uh, yeah, we talk about a lot more than just the regime leader and uh, what's going on in Mordor and the Potomac River. But today, that is the topic de rigueur. And, yeah, we're going to flog it like the proverbial horse that's already dead and needs to be beaten. Except this horse is still alive. Very much alive. Now, now do digital media file number two. And, by the way, if you're interested in all this, uh, Mike Parrott comes on on this very Crusade Channel radio station at crusadechannel.com. Com, immediately following the end of this show every weekday, Monday through Friday. All right, uh, digital media file number two on the shell companies here that are used. You hear this term all the time, what's a shell company? They're just using a shell company. No, no one ever bothers to explain what a shell company is. It's basically a corporation that is formed to make it look like it gives it the patina, the glow, if you will, of... Dignity and respectability, and they're out in the public, and they have this company, and they do this work. It's a money laundering front, is all it is. At the end of the day, the money, the dirty money goes in. It looks, but it, but it's clean because this company actually supposedly does this, and then it is distributed out to the people that formed the Shell Corporation. That's what the Bidens have been doing. 
Well, it's interesting that the Biden family runs, if they say, a company but never had an office and shell companies to be able to pay through. But if they really ran it for foreign countries, why didn't you get money from France, from Germany, from UK? Why does it have to be from China, Romania, um, in these countries that have real challenges and had problems going through? I believe we will follow this all the way to the end, and this is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution tells us to do this, and we have to get the answers to these questions. This is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution says that it should. He's going to get impeached. They're going to do it. Question is, who are the House managers going to be? Hmm. What are they actually going to put on trial? Are they going to actually, uh, you know, they actually didn't bring, uh, President Trump never actually testified in impeachment one. He just sent his lawyers over there. Well, the regime leader sent his lawyers over there, and who might they be at the time? Will Kamala la la la, who supposedly is an attorney, be one of them? Would he have someone with the reputation of an Alan Dershowitz go over there and try and defend this? Because this isn't just a he said, she said. This is a paper money trail. The interesting thing to me would be uh, all those people that McCarthy just talked about, the FBI whistleblower, the IRS whistleblower. Dude, if you're in that number, you better hire yourself some private security. <laughs> or you're going to wind up like Obama's chef. Oh, oh, speaking of, quickly, quick sidebar. Uh, Ratif, is it Ratif Campbell? So uh, the, the, the guy who was the personal private chef to um, uh, former President uh, Barack Hussein Obama uh, supposedly dies while paddleboarding at uh, Tafari Campbell is his name. I'll get the name right. Tafari Campbell while paddleboarding at a lake near the Obama compound in Mathis Vineyard. Now, the Daily Mail is reporting on a story that supposedly now, the Daily Mail has interviewed someone that's an eyewitness that says they saw mm, 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 Barack Hussein Obama at the compound the morning of the drowning. The Daily Mail also says is intimating through its investigative reporting. You never get this in an American newspaper, folks. It never happened. <laughs> Daily Mail is also reporting that it is widely known or rumored, if you will, that mm, 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 Barack Hussein Obama and Tafari Campbell were having a thing. A thang. Now, I asked a question earlier. If you want to see the photograph, Maggie can throw it up in the uh, chat room. Can you throw it up on the uh, YouBoob video? Uh, if you want to see what Tafari Campbell looked like the day, the morning of him supposedly floundering around in eight feet of water and drowning while he had a flotation device nearby, namely the paddle board. You want to see this? Here, there, there's the picture. Uh, people could... Because, because people lock in pictures. Does that look like someone that would be floundering about not be able to swim in eight feet of water? That dude's as healthy as a proverbial horse. 
And yet witnesses claim to say, no, no, he fell off the paddleboard and was and it was struggling for air and then ultimately succumbed and then was drowned. It sounded to me like someone pulled him under and was holding him under. Yeah, I know, it sounds kind of yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> it, 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 it sounds kinda I don't like a button turn up the water that turn the friggin' frog It's not. How does a grown six foot tall man well let's just think about this for a moment. Eight feet of water, you would be able to drop down to the bottom and vault off of the bottom to the surface to gasp for air. You had a flotation device nearby. It's called a paddleboard. You can hold like 500 pounds and not sink. You also had a floating paddle. Those paddles are made to float in case you drop them in the water. They don't sink. I mean, if you put enough weight on it, it'll sink. So just thought I'd throw that sidebar in. Uh, let's go to the pages of amgreatness.com. And Deborah Hayne Joe Biden participated in dozens of phone calls with Hunter's foreign business associates. Ex-partner Devin Archer expected to testify. So is Devin Archer going to throw the big guy under the bus to save his own butt? Biden, who has repeatedly denied involvement in his son's business endeavors, allegedly participated in dozens of meetings with Hunter Biden's overseas business associates. The younger Biden's former best friend, Devin Archer, is expected to testify as early as this week. Archer, who is 48, is, uh, is scheduled to appear before the House Oversight Committee for a deposition as part of the committee's investigation into the Biden crime family's finances. You can just see Biden going like, tell him to come over here. What are you going to do, Dad? What are you going to do? I'm going to make him an offer. It can't refuse. This baby, young girl, turkey gobble neck sniffing, senile, wretched, angry old man who has done so much damage to so many people and so many people's lives may finally meet some good old-fashioned corporeal world judgment. Oh, don't worry, for his sins and for his scandalizing of tens upon tens, if not hundreds of millions of American Catholics with his antics and stating that he can be publicly pro-baby murder, but privately, yeah, no, privately, I'm, you know, he never actually says he's opposed. But publicly he has to be, well, oh, a woman can make her own decision. That's not what the Catholic Church teaches, sir. The scandal that he has heaped upon so many people's, uh, millions of people's heads and continues with now he's a ringleader of all these Democrats that are now trying to change church teaching by writing letters to the New York Times and having them published as ads. Maybe he actually has to pay for something of a 58-year career. No, it's 60 years now. When he was debating Trump, it was 58 years. 61-year career in criminal politics. I'm sorry, 51 years. 
Hunter allegedly uh, introduced his father to the to his foreign business associates in about one quarter of the sales uh, the speaker phone calls witnessed by Devin Archer. Sometimes, according to the uh, to the Washington Compost, Hunter would ex to would also talk to his father without acknowledging that other people were listening in. Remember the uh, the call. That uh, the testimony that the whistleblower said that Hunter Biden was having a call with the Burisma guy and goes, and my father, who was sitting right here next to me, remember, they sent Corinna Jean Pierre out there to go lie and go, like, we have no knowledge of that call. That, that never happened. And again, folks, especially if you're new watching this today, you're a new listener. This is not news. Viktor Shokin, the inspector general in Ukraine in January of 2020, announced an indictment against the big guy, against Joseph Robinette Biden, for his detailed interference in the political affairs of the people in the state of Ukraine. Now, Shokin was quickly gotten rid of soon after he filed the charges, and nothing ever became of it. As I have told you before, this means that there was evidence, and if you go to, you here, video watching assignment after Parrot Talk today, here on the Crusade Channel, go to ukrainegate.info. Go watch those four videos. They will detail almost everything that you're going to hear in these testimonies. I'm wondering now if the if, if Jim Jordan and those guys have seen the Ukraine Ukraine gate videos because they are filled with eyewitnesses. They witness many of those Ukrainian eyewitnesses that know where the bodies are buried. Back to the Deborah Haynes story. The embattled businessman Archer was sentenced uh, to a year. And a day in prison in February 2022 for his role in swindling the Native American tribe out of $60 million in bonds. He lost his appeal to have his conviction and sentence tossed out last month. I wonder if the Bidens are thinking like, keep him in jail, let him rot. Jailbirds don't sing very well now, do they? No, they can. Uh, the embattled businessman has reportedly canceled scheduled depositions before the committee three times since Oversight Chairman James Comer issued a subpoena in June for him to appear. Mr. Uh, Mr. Archer's testimony is critical to the committee's investigation. Archer was Hunter Biden's business partner in a number of transactions involving foreign nationals and foreign companies. Now, how many of you remember the end of sham impeachment 1.0 for President Trump? What were the Democrats demanding? Two words. No, three words, actually. Do you remember? It became a mantra. They just kept repeating it over and over. They were like, marching through the halls for documents and witnesses. Documents and witnesses. Documents and witnesses. We must have documents and witnesses. They were like the seven dwarfs singing down a little trail. <laughs> documents and witnesses. It's off the court we go. Documents and witnesses. I wonder if the same Democrats, I wonder if Sylvia C. Hag Garcia will be out there pounding the dais demanding witnesses. I wonder if Hakeem Jeffries 
will be out there going, and then this president, this this president who tried to extort the great country of Ukraine, hmm? They all wanted documents and witnesses on Trump, which they didn't get because there weren't any. The ones that they had already been identified had been turned over. Just asking for a friend about documents and witnesses. Isn't Devin Archer a witness? Well, how come the Democrats keep throwing, hey, we don't need to hear from this guy? You know, you, you sit here and you watch this and you just wonder, are the bad guys, do the bad guys always have to win? Can, <laughs> can truth and justice just once, even if it's watered down truth and justice, can it just, just one time, can it just win one? Win one for the Gipper. Mr. Harser is associated with corporate entities at the committee has identified in the Biden family's role in each of them. Furthermore, he has significant information regarding the purpose of these companies and knowing and knowledge of relevant documents related to the committee's investigation. In other words, Devin Archer knows where the bodies are buried. By the by, Devin Archer was also getting a monthly check from Burisma. The committee hoped to bring Archer in on Monday, but he canceled that meeting, too, according to Fox News' Chad Pergram. The committee is now reportedly aiming for Thursday, but it, it's far from clear if Archer is going to show. Now, if you're the big guy, you're sending notices through the federal pen going, you tell that smarmy, snickety little worm that if he shows up in Comer's committee... When he goes back to prison will be his last day. They will Epstein him. I'm surprised they haven't already Epsteined him. Or Obama chefed him now. You can get Epstein, you can get Vincent Foster, you can get too close to the Clintons and Hillary. You can get Obama chefed. The Democrats invent all new manners of killing people, don't they? It's not babies that they're killing or contracepting or aborting away with RU486 and what have you here. It's actual live human beings that they're trafficking and committing uh, pederasty with. I wonder how they're going to get out of this one. According to the Washington Post, Archer's family has been receiving death threats and warnings to keep your mouth shut since news broke that he would testify before the Republican Control Committee. On Sunday, Comer told the Post, quote, we are, looking, we are looking forward very much to hearing from Devin Archer about all the times he has witnessed Joe Biden meeting with Hunter Biden's overseas business partners when he was vice president, including on speakerphone. One such meeting uh, took place in Dubai on the 4th of December, 2015. After a board meeting of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, which was paying Hunter Biden $83,000 a month as a director, according to the Post, Archer, and this is from the story, quote, Archer, who was also a director, is expected to testify that after dinner with the Burisma board at the Burj al-Arab Hotel, he and Hunter traveled six miles north to the Four Seasons Resort, Dubai, in Jumeirah Beach to have a drink with one of Hunter Biden's friends. While they were sitting outside at the bar, Vadim Porshavsky 
a senior Burisma executive, phoned to ask where they were because Burisma's owner, Mikola Zloshevsky, needed to speak to Hunter urgently. Soon afterward, the two Ukrainians joined Hunter and Archer at the Four Seasons Bar, and Posharsky asked Hunter, Can you ring your dad? At the time, it was early afternoon Friday in Morador on the Potomac. Hunter then called his father, put him on speaker, placed the phone on the table, and introduced the Ukrainians to Joe Biden by name as Nikolai and Vadim. He also said words to the effect that the Burisma bigwigs, quote, need our support, close quote. Vice President Biden greeted the Ukrainians but spoke only in vague pleasantries during the short call. And in other such interactions with Hunter's overseas business partner, Archer is expected to testify. In other words, there's nothing that he would have said that directly would, re would re reference the big guy getting his cut. It would only be, oh, yeah, we're friendly with those guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know all about them. Oh, yeah, no, that's been taken care of. Oh, no, they're wonderful people to do business with. Things like that. But wait a minute. The regime leader has claimed he was never in on any of the calls and never had one solitary discussion about his loved, cherished baby boy Hunter and his business dealings. According to the new, uh, newly released FD-1023 FBI file detailing the Burisma, Burisma bribery scheme, Zloshevsky told an FBI confidential human source in late 2015 and early 2016 that he needed, uh, that he needed to hire Hunter to protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. Or in Ukrainian, we need to hire Hunter to protect us from, uh, through his dad from all kinds of problems we are having in Ukraine, they said, supposedly. Emails on Hunter's laptop show that in 2015, Posarsky ratcheted up the pressure on Hunter Biden to take care of the Shokin problem. Now, we all know what happened. We all have, we've all heard. Can you find the, the Biden clip of the... Well, son of a biscuit. They fired the guy and put in his place someone who was solid. Lie. The guy he was talking about at the Council on Foreign Relations was Victor Shokin. Again, I played with all of you. If you don't know me from Adams, don't take my word for this. Go to ukrainegate.info and watch uh, award-winning French journalist Olivier Baudier's four-part series on Ukraine Gate. He details this whole thing. This was in 2019. And as I was saying then, right here on this Crusade Channel, on this show, how in the world can the Democrats nominate this dude? He's going to be indicted in Ukraine. Of course, we now know. And what was the payback for him not being indicted? He's still writing $2 billion checks per week to Zelensky. Who was it that canned Victor Shokin? Vladimir Zelensky canned Shokin. And Shokin was livid about this and was willing and did talk to anyone that would listen to him about, well, why were you fired? 
because Zelensky set him up and said, no, no, he was incompetent. He was crooked, just like Biden had said. And Shokin was like, I am, a, of all the things I've ever been accused of of my life, being criminal and corrupt and being on the take here in my role that I serve for the people of Ukraine is not one of them. And there were a couple of witnesses testifying, Victor? Crooked? No way. Those guys are the ones that were crooked. You got Biden? Here's Biden at the Council of Foreign Relations. Basically, this is the, look, this is the testimony here that's going to get him. They're going to show this tape at the impeachment here and they go, okay, what did you mean by you're not getting the money until you fire the guy? And why were you calling a shot on who the people of Ukraine should have as, as their attorney general? Our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that Stop there's the another tape. billion dollar loan guarantee. Quickly, just quickly. And I, I went over 12th, 13th time to Kiev. Why does the president of the United States need his number two? Number two. Why did he need number two to continually, since May of 2009, travel on Air Force Two to Kiev to go visit Ukraine? What the hell is so important about Ukraine? I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Lie. He's talking about Victor Shokin. That's a confession. Now, someone on this committee is going to go like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why were you and Obama determ determining who would be the state prosecutor general for the country of Ukraine. It's a sovereign nation. The hell business isn't of yours. Why were you withholding funds? And what was this prosecutor? Who was he going after? You know, you think prosecutor, you think I'm going to withhold funds. And you, if you don't do this, you're not going to get the money. We've all seen enough mobster movies. We've all seen enough government scam movies. Is, any, is, is there some angel in white that's being persecuted by this prosecutor that the likes of Barack, mm, 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 Barack Hussein Obama and Joseph Robinette, big guy Biden, are protecting? And what is their concern for this? This is an American citizen that's being railroaded? No. It is Nikolai Zloshevsky. One of them is Nikolai Zloshevsky. And again, I apologize for being repetitive if you've already heard this because now it's just becoming all the rage. Get used to it because you're going to hear it a lot. On February the 2nd, 2016, Shokin seed four houses in Kiev, two plots of land and a Rolls Royce belonging to Zloshevsky, who was living in exile in Dubai. Now, why do you want to bring this 
oligarch back from living in exile in Dubai because he is the one who was paying Hunter Biden. 